Welcome to episode 8 of Pull Up with Miles and Owen. We are back. I mean, I don't know what you've been doing for the past couple weeks because we've been on a bit of a bit of a mini hiatus. Uh, but fear not, we're here with, with an extremely exciting episode. We, in just a moment, are going to welcome the lone rookie on the New York Liberty, Niara Sabali, to the show. Uh, it was our first live in-person recording of the podcast, and uh, Niara was just excellent. So we're super thrilled to share that conversation with you guys. Uh, and we'll do so quite shortly. But first, we'd be remiss if we did not address what happened at Barclays Center this weekend. So I welcome in my wonderful podcast co-host, Miles Ehrlich, to ask you, what do you make of what Brianna Stewart did in her home opener with the New York Liberty? I would say that it's something that Liberty fans are not used to because it was a franchise. It was a franchise record from Stewie in her home debut. But it also sounds like from what she says, this is something that she was not used to. She said that she doesn't remember the last time she scored 45 points in a game. And that's in the W that's in college. She says back to high school, though you and I both don't believe that because how is Stewie not putting up 45 in a game? Um, But the, the energy at Barclays was electric and it was really cool to see off of what we kind of experienced pregame and in walking around Barclays, both, inside the arena and outside the side of the arena now has along the glass facade has all of the players kind of set up and and well most of the players sorry everybody but hey all of the players except one this is a good form for us to say put jocelyn willoughby on the the outside of the barclays center folks i don't know who needs to hear it but but uh don't forget about our fave but yeah that's true that's true. Yeah, we do want to see Joss on there. But there was a, a court set up in the atrium and there was a, a giant like Instagrammable Liberty sign that fans were able to stand in front of. And it's just really awesome. We've been back to practice a couple of times since that game on Sunday. But and every time we're just still snapping extra pictures just because it's so cool to see that it's not like the Liberty are just making their home in this building, but the neighborhood and the just the area is kind of adopting them. We're seeing more signs. We saw the billboard with with the Stewie twos a couple blocks away the other day, and yeah, it's just Liberty fever is in the air. And not to just make a poor pun about Stewie dropping forty five on the fever, uh, but yeah, everything she did on the court was amazing. But I think what my largest takeaway was was just hearing how loud it got in there. They had this this giveaway of it looked like a watch. It was a it was some kind of like wristband that that just had lights and that before the game i was like oh that's kind of cool because they were testing it when the players were shooting and it was this this pulsing blue light but then the game starts and those lights are coming out in every color and as the every time the liberty made a bucket you would just see these these syncopated lights just kind of go onto two three pulses just lighting up the entire arena uh which was a sold out lower bowl which was really cool to see and I think just all of that, the energy, I've had more people in the last week or so that I know just say tangentially like, oh, this friend was talking to me about the WNBA or, you know, and, and this friend told me that they heard your podcast. And I think that that's just the, the, the W as a whole, but especially being in New York City, the energy is palpable right now. I'm glad you took it big picture because, you know, we could get granular and talk about how unconscious she was 
in the first quarter, in the third quarter, which is all true, but it felt uh, gargantuan. It felt momentous in a in a way that we have not yet seen from this Liberty team in Barclays Center. We've seen it building to this, and I think the best example of that was game three of the first round of the playoffs last year against the Chicago Sky, where it was clear that this is a team firmly on the rise and that has the attention of this city. But to sell out the lower bowl game one against Indiana and to have it feel so thunderous in there, I mean, from the tip all the way through, just really kind of confirmed what we've all been feeling about what New York did this offseason to bring in all of this star talent. And and to your point, seeing the Stewie billboard, you know, outside of the Brooklyn Academy of Music. Um, and, and I also had friends hitting me up, you know, someone whose friend uh, had like a box uh, at the game on Sunday and he had a chance to go, but he was at, at home in Virginia and so couldn't make it uh, to the game and was like super disappointed. It's like, oh, I can't believe that. But there is a real palpable excitement and buzz around this team and you're you're feeling it just in natural random everyday rea- uh, interactions where people want to get a part of watching this team and for New York to just showcase exactly what this product could be in the first game at home was remarkable I mean this is this is Stewie's highest as you said highest scoring game in the pros or in college, maybe in high school. She was more like, that was more like a star kind of like shrugging, like, ah, I don't know. I kind of, I don't remember. Uh, I'm sure Stewie scored 50 in high school. Maybe the team was too good. Maybe she was too unselfish and she truly didn't. Who knows? Who cares? Regardless, the 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 noise in the building on day one uh, just gave us reason for extreme excitement and optimism about what this can become well the loudest cheer i don't think came on any of stewie's buckets it came in the fourth quarter facts when han shu was going to check in and i think that goes to show that this is not just new fans jumping on the bandwagon who said i heard we have a super team here this is international fans this is longtime liberty fans these aren't just, and, and not that there's anything wrong. This is the perfect time if you are a New York sports fan who said, who says, I look at what basketball has offered me in this city and I want more. This is the perfect time to jump onto the W. Welcome. But I just want to say, like, this is not just brand new fans coming in. These are these are diehards that have been with this team through the lean years. And that appreciation, Steph Dolson got a huge applause when she came in in the first quarter. It's not only the new members of the team, but it's also the ones that have been there and that, that are established fan favorites. And I think that that's really cool to see. And and this might be a hot take, but and it's and it's in a way it's meaningless, but in another way it's meaningful. Um, in terms of how they introduced the starting lineup, uh, Brianna Stewart was announced first, I believe, but the final spot, you know, which which does hold some some weight was reserved for Sabrina. And I, I liked that because uh, when, when New York drafted Sabrina and brought in Benajah Laney, those were the kind of 
early pillars of what the team culture reset was going to be. And so I think it's really cool that rather than scrapping all of that and saying, oh, well, we got Stewie, we're going to, to, to have the biggest name player be announced last, um, they kind of reserved that for, for one of the, the two players who was here earlier in, in kind of resetting this team culture. Um, and, and then you, you know, fast forward to the end of the game. And to your point, these are diehards. Many of the fans in the building, I'm sure, watched this team in the late 90s play in the finals um, and stuck around to hear Brianna Stewart in her on-court interview talk about how we're not satisfied. I've been kind of relaying this message in, in interviews I've been doing over this past week where Stewie has been talking about the idea of more, not being complacent with how great the energy was and the play was in the home opener, but wanting more, both from a team-centric perspective on the court, but more importantly, from a big-picture perspective in terms of wanting more for the players of this league. And to see Stewie spread that message in this on-court interview after the game, as she was literally being drowned out by MVP chance to the port point, and I'm not hyperbolizing here, where we legitimately could not hear what she was saying, even with the microphone in front of her mouth, uh, it really kind of hammered home how how real this all is, that that the stock is going up, the price is going up, and these players are not satisfied with, you know, only charter flights for the playoffs or whatever the issue might be. Uh, the new CBA and, you know, the little uh, salary bump that they got when they signed the last CBA. No, we want more. We want more for the players currently in this league now, and we want more for the players who will be in this league in the future. And to see, to see a superstar just be able to kind of contextualize all of that so impressively while also on the court just hooping it's like man you, we are witnessing some stars on this team and it's just a really lucky cool place to be in as a as a person watching this up close yeah i think so much of the w and its history is these players saying I want to leave this better than I found it. And I want this league to grow for the players of tomorrow. But now the growth is happening so quickly that players that are in their prime now are like, I could make this better for the players of tomorrow, but I could also, my timeline, this works with my timeline too. My time's not up. This could be better right now. Right. And that's what you were talking about, right? Um, Stewie saying we have to turn no's into maybes, maybes into yeses. And I love that. And I know that that's something we keep revisiting. Um, but this is a long conversation and people want to hear about one of those players of today and tomorrow. And I think that you have a great entry point for us here. I was going to say, yeah, this, this is why we're on the same page. This is why we have a pod. Cause I was like, we, we are nearing the point where this is a perfect transition into our guests because a player who at once is both, a player of tomorrow and also a player of today is our guest here on, on episode eight of pull up uh, Niara Sabali, who went to Oregon 
um, and is now the lone rookie on what many are saying is a super team. So how do you handle that? How is she doing? And who better to introduce our guest than the one and only Sabrina Ionescu? Miles and I were recording with Niara yesterday, and when you walked by, you just lit up. For fans of this team that might not know her super well yet, can you just describe her personality and just who she is? Yeah, she's the best. Um, obviously has gone through a lot of tough injuries in her career, but just her demeanor of wanting to get better every day and, and honestly being the best teammate, always there supporting, and um, I'm happy that it's her time now to be able to showcase to the world her talents, and there's really not another there's very few fives in the league um, and that I've ever played with that have the strengths and the capabilities that she does and she hasn't even been able to play that very long. So it's exciting to be able to see her growth at this level and I know she's just gonna continue to get better and um, I'm, I'm excited for it to be her time. Okay, yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. I don't know if we could intro her any better than Sab could. So thank you for chatting with her in practice and getting that awesome intro for her. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it. Let's just have this conversation with Niara. Thank you so much, Niara, for pulling up with us. And it's, it's great to talk to you. So I guess where I wanted to start is this is a very interesting team that you're <laughs> a part of now, right? And you've got this this whole super team thing going on, but you're the sole rookie here. And in, in recent years, Liberty fans have seen this team go from a bunch of young players and transition into this vet-heavy lineup. But you're learning from some of the best. So how have you kind of settled into finding your role here? Um, I mean, like you said, I'm really learning from like the best of the best, especially on my position. I feel like there's not a lot of better players in the whole world uh, to be learning from. So that's been really great. They've been helping me a lot. Like they pull me to the side a lot, tell me um, what to do, where to go on the court, or um, if I make a mistake, they're like quick to like fix it. Uh, so that's been really great. I mean, I really couldn't ask for anything better, like a better position to learn. And then role-wise, really just w wherever they need me, like to do the little things, like rebounding, um, running the floor. Um, yeah, so <laughs> but, like that's been kind of my role, which is also great. Like I can just kind of sit back and like take it all in, uh, which is like really an honor to do, like with such good players. We're going to get into some of the on-court stuff in a little bit, but I want to start with just kind of your personality and introducing you to this fan base. How would your teammates describe you? How would you describe yourself? Just off the court, what are you into? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I feel like um, I feel like I was really shy at first. Like I feel like I'm pretty shy if you're, like I'm not comfortable and I don't really know anybody yet. It obviously helped having Sav here. Like Sav has known me for a while, so she kind of knows my personality. But it definitely took me a while to kind of warm up. Um, but they're also, like, they were also open and, like, just took me in and kind of brought me out of my shell. So that really helped. That's so cool. <laughs> I would say, though, at Media Day, Sika so that you were trying to bring her out all the time, right? She <laughs> yeah, was trying to stay in. So what is, like, a, a typical or what's, like, a, a dream night out when mm -hmm. you have, if you're told you got three days off, mm -hmm. New York City is your city to explore? You know, it's really funny. I'm actually the biggest homebody. Like, I don't go out at all like um i was like okay Sika, you have never seen new york let's let's go out and explore um so that's like if i if i'm with people then i like to go and do stuff but if i'm three days by myself i'm laying in my bed putting on my show and just laying there and watching my show i respect it that, that's, <laughs> that's me most of the time 
What are you watching right now? Yeah, well, I watch, I watch a lot of shows. Or what's the top? Like, what's um, the... Right now, I'm re-watching Modern Family, just because it's the best show ever. But, like, I watch a lot of K-dramas. Okay, yeah, love it. Yeah, a lot of Korean dramas. Nice. So that's, like, my favorite. Or, like, anime. I watch a lot of anime. Um, I recently watched Indian Matchmaking, which I can just recommend. 10 out of 10. Amazing. The Jewish one, too. Yeah, the Jewish one. <laughs> <laughs> there was a, a guy on my softball team who mm-hmm. was on Indian matchmaking. Hey, that's so cool. And it was it was very funny because it was pitched as like he plays competitive mm-hmm. softball. I'm like, no, this is like after work, <laughs> one night a week. But that's sure. <laughs> I wanted to bring us back a little bit because otherwise there's a mm-hmm. rabbit hole that we could go down. <laughs> you were talking about how you kind of get to sit back and and watch and absorb mm-hmm. from the vets a bit. And last year, not playing last season, you were an assistant coach at Sacramento State mm-hmm. for a while. And I spoke to you a few weeks ago, but I would love for you yeah. to kind of share that about just how that experience of, of being on the coaching side has mm-hmm. helped you as a player. Because I remember first day I saw you mm-hmm. in camp, which was your second day mm-hmm. in camp, you were already showing some of the new players where mm-hmm. to go. And it's like you would pick all that up so quickly. And the coaches have, have told us that mm-hmm. time and again, that you're just like really absorbing this. And how did that coaching help you? Um, I mean, I feel like it helped a lot, uh, especially like just seeing it from the other side, like really seeing what goes into the game of basketball, especially as a player, you kind of just show up, do what you, you're told to do, especially in college. It's like you don't really think about like the game in a different way, at least only few players do. Um, and then I got to learn from Mark Campbell, who's a really su- successful coach. I mean, he turned around the program. He's now at TCU and he's one of like the best coaches I've ever worked with. So like just his insight really has helped me like understand the like, the game of basketball more um and then just like having a new respect for coaches i guess just how much effort and time goes into like um making sure a team is great and like whether it's scouting or um player development just all in all it's just so much work and they like eat sleep and drink basketball <laughs> and the w there's just such a fast turnaround mm-hmm. right from the tournament to the draft mm-hmm. and you were in this unique position where you were able to absorb the playbook mm-hmm. a little bit and, and get more comfortable by the time that you're actually taking the floor. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you think would be advantageous for all players? Because you don't know where you're going to go mm-hmm. on draft night. Yeah. And then a week later, you're supposed to be in camp and just absorbing, mm-hmm. you know, a new style of offense for two weeks and then you're playing. Yeah. I mean, I think it was definitely beneficial. Obviously I would have loved to just play right away. I feel like, um, I don't know if, you would ask players like, oh, would you rather sit out a year and just like absorb? <laughs> I feel like everybody would say like, no, I want to like play it right away. But then like, I try to look at like the good side and the good side is I got to like see the team, how they play, um, like hear from the players, how like Sandy is, how they coach, like the coaching style. Um, so that, that has helped like, just like seeing it from the outside and being like, okay, like this is where I fit in. This could be my role. But then again, the team that I saw last year, <laughs> not really the team that is there now so that was a new change too um but yeah i would say it has like benefits to it definitely coming into this training camp just from what we've been able to see which is very little it just seems incredibly competitive the vibes are really good really positive everyone's communicating but it's also just some of the best players in the world how has that been like for you getting on the court and just the competition of it all um, I mean, yeah, definitely. I feel like there's so many competitors on this team. I mean, I would feel like like Sab is one of the most competitive people I know on court, which 
is why she is so great. I feel like every great player is competitive. If you don't have that competitive spirit, I feel like um, you're not really that type of winner. Um, so just like being on the court and, and being competitive as well, because um, whether you make it or not, you still want to get better. You still want to make the people better. You want the team to succeed. So that's like where the competitiveness com comes in. If you're not competitive on court, then you're basically just wasting your time. Totally. And communication has been something that's been stressed so much. And from the portion of, uh, you know, the ends of practice that we get to see, something we wanted to ask you about that I think is really cool. And for the fans who don't know, Sandy Brondello at the end of practice, she gathers everyone in a circle at midcourt and kind of will ask a couple of you guys just how did today go? What did you think was good? What did you learn? And you seem to be one of the players that is <laughs> know, getting I, called on a lot. <laughs> Especially in training That's what right? I thought, too. So how has that been, just being, like, put on the spot, yeah. but also just kind of getting to share and just having such an open forum to just get to talk about what you did that day? I mean, it definitely puts you on the spot. <laughs> the first time it happened, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Especially because if I get nervous, like, my German accent comes out and it's like a whole idea. Um, but my it definitely, I know. Like that. <laughs> um, but it definitely, I mean, it really helps, like, bringing you out of your shell and, like, no, like acknowledging that they want to know what you think and want to know what you feel like. So I feel like that's been really great. I feel like it just shows that they believe in you and want to hear what you have to say. Um, so you, you just have to take it as that. And then nothing you really say is wrong. So you just say what you feel. And, and most of the time, it's good stuff. So. <laughs> I want to bring you all the way back to two days ago, uh, <laughs> Sunday afternoon mm -hmm. here at the Barclays Center. Stewie mm -hmm. goes off for 45 points. <laughs> the arena is electric. Yeah. Fans are loud. The, some of the loudest I've heard in the three years that the mm -hmm. team has been here now. Mm -hmm. You're front and center watching mm -hmm. that happen. What's just kind of going <laughs> through your mind as a as a W yeah. moment? Yeah, I mean it was amazing just to see the support uh, of the community and like how women's basketball has like exploded over the uh, past few months and even like the just the progress that um, we've been able to like have. And then I mean obviously Stewie like. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen that before because this is my first time like actually like seeing her play live. But she did it like two months ago when with my sister on the team when they were playing in Penabache. So I was like, okay, uh, this is nothing new. But it was definitely very interesting. I looked up at the scoreboard and I was like, she, she has 19 points. This must be half time, right? <laughs> I was like, no, this is the first quarter. I was like, okay, well, there you go. And like, she's just, I mean, she's just such an amazing player. And if she's in the zone, like there's really no stopping her. So I'm just glad we're on the same team, honestly. Well, on that note, and you, you touched on this, you know, at the start of, of this discussion, your position is the same as two MVPs, yeah. not to mention yeah. the other players on this team, but you've got JJ and Stuart. Yeah. It's like, who, who could you have better role models than <laughs> exactly. that, right? So, like, what has that been like, just kind of getting to know them as people? They seem like uh, such great communicators and kind of teachers of the yeah. game, even though they're also the stars. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, their basketball IQ is just so high, and I, I mean... I always think my basketball IQ is on the higher side too, but just like hearing them talking and how they view the game, just how they move on court, it's like, wow, like it's a whole different level. Uh, and obviously I aspire to get to that level uh, and having them here is definitely a plus and will help me hopefully get there. Um, but it's just so interesting to see them like work and like their work ethic, just like once they step on the court, how locked in they are. Um, 
so that's just been i mean amazing to see firsthand well it's also kind of an embarrassment of riches in the backcourt also when yeah. you've got sad you said that you, you know her so well mm -hmm. but also sleuth mm -hmm. something that we've noticed throughout camp is just you're you're very good at finding those open holes in the mm -hmm. defense and finding those spots also getting after the offensive mm -hmm. class a lot and doing kind of those those little things mm -hmm. how do players like sabrina like courtney mm -hmm. help you be your best self on the court i mean just like being on the court with them is just so easy almost it's kind of easy and hard weirdly like it's hard in the sense of like you have to be ready at all times like you have to know where you're going um but it's also easy because they just find you and like they move the ball so well that it makes it like just flow really good um and then just like they talk so if you have people on the court that talk and like that you know where to go or like we'll stop when i set a screen on tap she'll tell me to roll or pop like she'll basically tell me what to do i don't even have to think myself <laughs> So that's nice. Or like when she like runs down the court, like she'll like say something real quick and then you just do it and look, she'll find you. You just kind of have to do what they tell you. They'll they'll get you the ball. So um, that's, I mean, having point guards like that just makes the game a whole lot easier. I, love that. <laughs> I, I wanted to focus on the offensive rebounding a little bit because it's so impressive watching you get after it on the offensive glass. Uh, is that something that's like instinctual? Is it effort? How have you developed that nose for the basketball when the ball goes up? I think it's a mixture of both. Obviously, like uh, you have to just remind yourself to go every single time. You have to be smart with it too, especially like you can't just go all the time. And then especially because if the, they run back and you don't get it, you're out of position and then it's transition defense. So it's just like kind of getting a feel for it and just like going when you're in the right position to go. Basically. You've talked about Satu and mm -hmm. just kind of having a couple of basketball players in the family. <laughs> but when I was going through your socials to mm -hmm. prep for this, I saw a post from last summer mm -hmm. where you were rearranging her sneakers. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you a big sneakerhead? Um, I do enjoy sneakers. I wouldn't say I'm like a sneakerhead, but I mean, it also helps if your sister has a bunch of sneakers. Like I'm not going out and <laughs> buying sneakers, but if I can steal them from my sister, well, that's great. <laughs> that helps. I'm a younger sibling, so I totally get that. <laughs> exactly. If I can just go in the room, oh, these are kind of cute, and take them, then yeah. <laughs> How was that dynamic growing up? Uh, it was. I mean, it was definitely like we were always close. We we're two years apart. Um, she moved out when she was 16 or 17 uh, to go like play basketball somewhere else. Uh, but then, like, we moved in together again when, we were, when I was 18 and went to college. So we've always been close. Uh, her and I have a younger brother that's two years younger. So we've kind of always been together. Um, and, I mean, it's great having a big sister that's kind of, you can just kind of follow in her footsteps and, like, see what she does. And, like, she's a big inspiration, obviously, for me and obviously, like, our whole family, just what she's, like, accomplished and, like, at such a young age. Not just, like, basketball, but also off court. Like, she's such an inspiration for, like, younger players like myself and Tim, yeah. Did you watch on Sunday against Atlanta? She killed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, she was like great. I was, I was actually, I was doing a lift, I think, and I looked on the TV. <laughs> Since this is audio media, that know, was, right? uh, Sabrina banging on the window, <laughs> waving. <laughs> I know, right? um, but yeah, I was doing a lift and she was just, uh, the TV was on and they were playing. I was like, oh, okay, she's playing really good. <laughs> And then obviously I texted her after the game, but yeah, always great to see seeing her healthy mm -hmm. and, and play at Fenner mm -hmm. this season. Yeah. 
uh, with a lot of your current teammates. I know, right? <laughs> Were you able to get any tips from her about playing alongside Sloot or, or Stewie or anybody? Um, I mean, she's also obviously, like, was an awesome, like, just feeling like, oh, my God. <laughs> after the game, uh, after the final game, I texted her. I was like, well, that was an easy. And she's like, well, it helps if Stewie can't miss. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Yeah, now you can relate. That's, I know, that's another relate. point that now, you can relate. Yeah. Now I see it. R- wrapping up here, we only got a few more. Um, have you felt like you've had a like welcome to the W moment yet, or kind of one of those little instances where you're like, oh, I'm here, like I've arrived in a certain way, whether it's just a moment off the court or in training camp or mm-hmm. whatever it's been, uh, or do you feel like that that still it still hasn't quite set in yet? Mm, I feel like it's. I mean, I feel like the first, uh, like, preseason game I played, I just, like, uh, it was against Connecticut, so, like, the physicality was very high, so I was like, <laughs> like, I noticed that I wasn't the strongest on the court anymore, like, in college, yeah. uh, and then, like, guarding, like, Osa Thomas, I was like, okay, he's very strong, <laughs> so I feel like that was one of the moments, but it's still, like, slowly setting in, like, it's still not, it still doesn't really seem real, if that makes sense, but it's definitely been slowly setting in <laughs> yeah i feel like that's a good person to get a set if you're playing against AT, it's like well it's probably not gonna get more physical yeah. than that yeah so that's that a good bar to that, set that was a great welcome yeah just yeah. to like the physicality of the game obviously so so far in practice you've had you've had stewie mm-hmm. and you've had jj and you've had steph and you've had han mm-hmm. and then in preseason you get at and Bree jones and then you see the aces after <laughs> like, that <laughs> you've really gone through the gauntlet right. of the bigs across the, the league just like, wow. <laughs> so it should get easier from here that's that's, that's the good news <laughs> that's the moral. i i wanted to end on kind of a big picture question mm-hmm. just there's a lot of conversation often about what the w is not quite the points that it hasn't mm-hmm. quite reached right mm-hmm. whether it's charter flights or whether it's salary but in one area that I think that it's done a really good job is in producing and developing some international talent. Mm-hmm. And this team in particular, right? Yeah. I think you've got a half dozen countries yeah. represented <laughs> sure. in this locker room. How does that, because that puts you into a mm-hmm. place as a role model, right? Yeah. For, for young girls, mm-hmm. young boys in Germany. And how does that kind of work in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. knowing that like you have the opportunity because this is such a global game, even though it's only 27 years into mm-hmm. the league's existence? Um, I mean, I feel, I think it's great. I think it's amazing, like, whether it's college or professional basketball, just, like, because it's a global sport. I mean, everybody plays basketball, especially, like, women's basketball, too. I think it's amazing, uh, especially because there's so many talented players all over the world. It'd be, like, silly to just, like, be in the U.S., like, there's so many good players I've played against when I was younger through national teams, like whether it's France, Spain, Italy, like China. I mean, they all produce amazing talent. Um, so, so just like making it and seeing and te- like basically being a role model for younger kids, like this is a really like it's not that I mean, it's really hard to reach, but like it's not impossible to reach. Um, and also just like the support that comes with it. I mean, look at Han, like she's. She brings like China with her, which is amazing. Like the support, just like that, the countries are so proud of um, the people that they like produce. It's amazing to see. Um, and if you travel to other places, like I was in Eugene, um, and I was at a shop, and the owner was like, "Oh, you got drafted to the New York Liberty. That means you were gonna play with Han." I was like, "Oh my God, yeah, it's, it's so cool!" Like just like 
seeing like the support the community has for the players coming from like different countries is just amazing and that will help like grow the WNBA even more. And you've got another Pats are coming in Marine in the coming days. True. So yeah. You gotta very, always stay ready. I know I'm very excited for Marine. I watched her when I was younger and I was just like she was one of my favorite players just to watch on the French national like she's just amazing, just fun to watch, really entertaining and just an amazing player. It's it's ridiculous. Like this team could get more I fun. Know. Like, I like, right? make any sense. <laughs> also, point guard. also to your point, like the the crowd got so loud at so many moments on Sunday with Stewie's yeah. forty five point game, but I'm not sure it got louder than when Han checks exactly, in. Yeah. And it's so cool to see that energy in the building. It's no, awesome. definitely. I mean she's such a sweetheart, like such a sweet person, um, like character wise. Just amazing. Final question goals personally for you this season what do you hope to accomplish are you someone that sets these goals and and just what do you want to to do this year in the league uh i mean yeah definitely just like one of my biggest goals is just like to take in as much as i can like learn as much as i can obviously this is my rookie year like um i'm still like learning the ropes and obviously on this team my role will be smaller than in the past than i've been used to which honestly, I think it's gonna help me in the long run. Like it just gives me some time to like step back and just look at it. Um, so that's like my biggest goal, just to learn as much as I can. And obviously when I'm on the court to give it my best, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Love that. Thank you so much, Niara. Thank you guys. Amazing <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it.